If you listened to last week's episode, you'll know that headphones are required while listening to our show. So now is the time to put them on. <laughs> Ooh, took some MILF. What the hell is that? M-I-L-F. Mom, I'd like to f- Yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh, yeah. MILF. MILF. Welcome to The Secret Life of MILFs, the not-so-secret podcast about being liberated and outspoken millennial moms. I'm Amy. And according to MASH, I was supposed to have a much more luxurious life than this. Lindsay. That makes two of us. I should have been living (laughs) in a mansion with Tom Selleck. Uh, I don't know if Tom Selleck ever made it on my mash. I don't think he made it onto mine either. Maybe, you know, we've been watching a lot of home improvement reruns because (gasps) it's just on. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Right. I wasn't a huge fan, but I look back and I'm like, man, he, what a cutie pie. (laughs) He is very short. Yes. So he would not have been on my list, but yes. People like that. Devin Sawa. I had a big crush on Devin Sawa. (gasps) Who didn't? The movie Now and Then changed my life. And when he was the live actor, when Casper came to life, and he kissed Christina Ricci. How many times did you watch that little, like, four-minute snippet? Just that little scene? Uh, And masturbated furiously to them (laughs) blocking lips? Not even gonna lie. 100% totally did it. My pause game was strong. I can't say that I did that, but my pause game was strong in Now and Then, where he's in the towel and he runs towards the camera and squats down. I swear to God, (laughs) you can see Dick. Huh. No, I'm gonna have to YouTube that scene. It's not gonna be truly authentic unless it's a VHS tape. Okay, fine. (laughs) Then I gotta find a VCR player. Gotta find a VCR. I gotta find a VHS tape. I got to find the remote unless you want to sit on the floor directly in front of the TV and pause. Which I have done. Same. Yes. Many, many times. I also was very good at the last channel button. You know what I mean? Yes. You'd be watching something inappropriate on one channel and then you'd have something benign like the weather channel or the golf channel <laughs> on standby. So if somebody was coming in, you could quickly... I wasn't watching Real Sex on HBO. Real Sex. Yes. I taxi cab confession. I was just going to say that. Yes. <laughs> there was one other one, and I almost feel like it was a local access channel almost. <laughs> and it would come in kind of fuzzy, but sometimes uh-huh. it would come in clear. And it wasn't porn, but they were talking about some very adult topics. And then on the commercials, I think this was like the infancy of Adam and Eve, okay. the sex toys doing their infomercials because I saw some things that I was like, (gasps) where can I buy that? (laughs) Remember the 1-900 commercials where you could call for $3.99 a minute and talk to sexy babes? Talk to Jenna. She's waiting for your call. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, when I was in sixth grade, so right after I invented masturbation, <laughs> I racked up a humongous phone bill for my parents by calling <gasps> those 1-900 numbers. So I got away with it oh for about God. a month until the phone bill came. And I wouldn't chat with babes because <laughs> I was, you know, a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> I would call one that had erotic audio that pre-recorded. That was a yeah, and you would just call, I would just call and listen and just I had flick the no bean. 
I had no idea that was a thing. And uh, the phone bill came in. And of course, my mom was furious and didn't understand. And I still, to this day, I have no idea how expensive that phone bill was. She, of course, asked me, you know, denied until I died. I was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. So she called and screamed at the phone company. (gasps) pulled a total Karen, was like, someone's tapping into our phone lines and hacking into our system. I didn't do this. My husband didn't do this. My children didn't do this. You need to figure this out. And then a few hours later, I think she came back up to my room and asked me again. And then then at that point, I did fess up. (laughs) So I was grounded for a very long time. Damn. Yeah. And we've never spoken about it since. Uh, (laughs) That that tracks. It does. Yeah, I probably need to talk to my therapist about that. I don't think that's come up in therapy yet, but... Put it on the running phone list. Basically. (laughs) I think I did something similar, but it was was a psychic line. Oh, yeah. I don't think it was Miss Cleo, but... Call me now. Call me now. No. Those were fascinating. Mm -hmm. I think it was probably a generic Miss Cleo. Sure. I'll have to ask my mom. Did you just call like one time or was it like a few different times? Do you remember what they told you? No. (laughs) (laughs) One day you'll have something called a podcast. Yeah, what's that? (laughs) Before podcasts even existed, that I would pay money. Before the freaking internet existed. Well, not really before, but... Before it was like accessible in most households. Exactly. Oh my God. And then, yeah, then the internet came and then I was able to get my porn for free and I didn't have to call, listen to it. Mm -hmm. My dad had a very extensive Playboy collection. So I don't believe, I mean, maybe my dad had a random one or two, but he didn't have a subscription. So I think my dad is still upset to this day that he got rid of those because they're probably collector's items. (laughs) Probably if they're in good condition and the pages aren't stuck together. I think he read them for the articles. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course he did. Mike, Mike, if you're listening. <laughs> no, no, Mike. Let us no. know. No. <laughs> I actually did read them for the articles. My favorite was Ask the Editor. Honestly, it had some good advice. It did. And then I would always flip to the centerfold and read what the centerfold likes and dislikes. My favorite ice cream is Rocky Road. Okay. <laughs> My favorite color is pink. You know, low shit. <laughs> pink like my pussy. (laughs) I was just going to (laughs) say. Except it was classy. It was classy. It was. And this was also at a time when airbrushing was not totally a thing. True. Yeah. They were pretty au naturel. Which is depressing that people look like that without airbrushing. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Makeup can hide a multitude of sins. Correct. And good lighting and knowing your angles and... Yes, that's right. Find your light. Find your professional photographers. Mm -hmm. And if you're having a curated shoot, you're following directions. Yeah. I feel like every show always says we have the best fans. (laughs) I beg to differ. We have the best fans that listen (laughs) because it was my birthday. And when I got back from my little trip to Nashville last weekend, I had some gifts waiting for me. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) That's frame-worthy. It is frame-worthy. And I'm I'm sure you can hear the Tom Selleck poster. This thing is fucking huge. I'm going to hump it when I come and visit you. Uh, uh. I got home late from Nashville, unrolled it, laid it out on the floor, laid next to it and took some pictures to send (laughs) 
<laughs> so I'm going to be posting them, if I haven't already by now, on our Instagram and Twitter. I'm, we have the best fans. Absolutely. Where's my fucking gift? Well, your birthday, <laughs> my birthday is coming is up. Coming up. Yes. yes. I. Total, total Leo. Like, where's mine? <laughs> what about me? Can we talk about <laughs> my Christmas birthday, Easter, Halloween, Valentine's Day gift that's on its way. I am a terrible (laughs) long distance friend. I have a box in my basement that I just keep adding to. It has Amy's birthday present from last year. So June 2020 birthday. It has your daughter's birthday card from August 2020. (laughs) It has everyone's Christmas presents in it. It has your (laughs) son's 2021 birthday Mm -hmm. card. And then I keep buying stuff (laughs) because every time I go to like, okay, I'll take it to the post office this weekend. I'm like, oh, wait, I ordered something off of Etsy or I ordered something off of Amazon. (laughs) I have to wait because I can't seem to do errands on a weeknight. I have to do it on the weekend. Mm Mm-hmm executive function problems like it's hard it's hard it is hard and i'm going out of town this coming weekend so i'm not going to send it this week it'll be another week at least but you know so i'm going to since your daughter's birthday's in august i might as well just go ahead and throw her birthday card for this year in there i might as well just go ahead and put your this year's christmas presents in it it makes it exciting i never know when it's going to come <laughs> never coming. That's the fun part. You're just going to have to come here and retrieve it. I think that's what's happened previously. I would give it to you when you would come and visit or I would bring it with me when I came and visited. Yes. The last three times that's what's happened. I'm very good at giving presents in person. (laughs) I'm just terrible at getting to the post office, but I'm pretty and I have big knockers (laughs) (laughs) and I suck really good dick. Don't we all, honey? Don't we all? (laughs) That's what they all say. I legit listened to the episode like 10 times this week. Just like the second half of it, because it's so fucking funny. It's so fucking funny. One of my favorite people in the world, Aaron, listens and is repeatedly grossed out by Lindsay's sound effects. I just do what I know. Hey, <laughs> suck a sloppy dick. <laughs> she was clearly listening to last week's episode today. And she said, why do you have to add sound effects? Literally gagging. I hate it. <laughs> Ew, you both are so gross. Literally literally sounds like cum running down a leg on the way to a bathroom. Yes! And I said, you definitely got a shout out, though. She goes, I know, because it is disgusting. (laughs) I said, it's Lindsay, not me. She goes, please share my thoughts. Like, ew. She goes, that noise is so accurate. And so gross. No one ever acknowledges it except Lindsay. She goes there. And I said, I know. The queef sound. (laughs) She goes, I'm literally cringing in the car and yelling, ew. This is very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. That's yuck. (laughs) It's so fucking great, though. I just 
We keep it real. I guess so. <laughs> what is one of my favorite Santana Lopez quotes from Glee? You guys love me. I keep it real. And I'm hilarious. <laughs> like I've said before, I am not for everyone. I have a very specific brand of disgusting humor. <laughs> Body horror, if you will. Body horror. But, uh, but i'm funny i've had just enough trauma to make me funny and when i see written on the bathroom wall in nashville dick (laughs) fingers i know i can take a picture of that and send it to her and she will get it absolutely because i mean it could mean a multitude of things were his fingers shaped like dicks i okay i say there's a multitude of things but that's all i can think of it's like (laughs) Dick-shaped fingers. Dick-shaped fingers. Would you rather have dick fingers or a dick shaped like a finger? Finger for a dick or dicks for fingers? (laughs) Dicks for fingers. You don't want a penis that looks like a finger. (laughs) Especially if it'd be really small. (laughs) What if it was... (laughs) How does this happen? What the fuck? (laughs) I don't know. We never got to play Would You Rather on the last game night. Oh, that's right. So that just popped into my head. Maybe we should do a game night for 4th of July. Wait, no. Just kidding. That's already passed. Because <laughs> this will be after the rise. Yes. Maybe for my birthday. Yes. I don't know. I'll come up it. with a roulette wheel. The birthday roulette wheel. Ooh, that's exciting. See? Yes. Oh, man. Whoops. I fumbled that for your birthday. I'll just <laughs> throw it in the box Add it to the box. <laughs> just put it in the box. I'll get it eventually. <sighs> Terrible. <laughs> Finger dicks. Dick fingers. And then... Cummy gummies? Gummy gummies. <laughs> Cummy gummies. Which we were not the first to come up with that, which is not surprising, but a little no. disappointing. But, I mean, it doesn't say cummy gummies. True. But it's close enough that it we is. probably couldn't get away with it. But I'm sorry. Cummy gummies is... Cummy gummies? Gummy gummies. Cummy gummies. You just hear the wheels turning. They're filled with squirty fun. Oh, like gushers, <laughs> dick shaped. Oh my god! All right, okay, that's it. Maybe that's, that's our claim to fame. Maybe we make squirties, cummy gummies, oh, called squirties, and they're filled like gushers with little juice, and so they pop in your mouth. Oh, um, yes. Oh, oh god, this yes. took a turn. Oh. I feel like my updates for Inmate 69 just keep on coming. Like, you can't make this shit up. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And this is going to be brand new information for me. Yes, it is. So, when I was out of town last weekend, I unlocked Inmate 69 and pretty much told him, you're on your own for the weekend. I got shit to do. I can't be playing fuck fuck with you back and forth. So, I get home. And he said, not sure if it's a good time to ask you on your stance on confessions, because I might have seen a woman with gorgeous high heels on my way to work today. And I said, elaborate. He is cock twitched looking at her. He then goes on to tell me that the spiked cage that he bought arrived in the mail. Oh, gosh. And I was, "Mm, yeah, go put the cage on because that's rude. We'll give that. We're going to give that a shot. 
Right. I was just kind of thinking, I was like, ew. (laughs) So it spikes inwards, jabby towards his penis. Yes. And he sent me pictures of what it looks like. And it's not sharp spikes by any means, but it's metal pointing into his dick. It's very sensitive skin down there. Uh And I asked him how long he thought he was fantasizing about her. And he he was honest. And I said, okay, I think I'm going to set my timer. And we're going to leave it on for that amount of time (laughs) and see see how it goes. Fair is fair. It is. And he said, the longer I'm semi-aroused, the more it hurts. (laughs) Because he asked me, do I like it? And I said, I like it for punishment. And then I told him I'd unlock him in an hour and a half or whatever. And he said, should I tell you whenever I have those disrespectful thoughts about women? And I said, yes, because can you imagine how violated that woman would have felt if she knew what you were thinking? Correct. And he said, would that be bad for her knowing I wanted to kiss her feet? And I said, probably not every woman is into having her feet messed with. Yeah. And he said, I'm really sorry. It's just so hard. And I said, don't worry, you're making amends now. Oh, my God. You are like a fucking Catholic priest. It's like self-flagellation almost. Yes. Yes. But but this is his response. I really want to be a good boy for you and for all women. I promise I'll confess disrespectful thoughts as good as I can. I crave this. I really want to be good. I need this control. Oh, yep. Oh, sweet little... Baby inmate 69. I know. And I said, yes, you do. And you're being a very good boy by taking your punishment without complaint. (laughs) Now this leads me to a couple days ago. now this leads you to what? (laughs) (laughs) What else could there be? I asked him when the last time it was that he had had sex. With an actual woman? Correct. Not loser sex? Not not loser sex with my feet pictures. (laughs) Which he considers a sex life, which I think is so interesting. But anyway, I digress. I asked him when the last time it was that he had sex. Two or three years ago. And I said, okay. Which kind of sucks. And then... There was a pandemic in there, so... Right. He asked me how I felt about sex workers and buying sex, paying for sex. And I said that I think sex work should be legal. And I think that there should be laws in place to protect sex workers. Absolutely. And he said, I'm so glad you feel that way because in my country, it is legal. Oh. And I was like, oh, explain, please. So he goes on to say that there are certain things that are lined up to help protect the sex workers. He told me how it works. And as he's telling me how it works, the wheels are turning in my head. And I said, have you paid for sex before? He said, yes. I said, oh, okay. How many times? Because now I'm fascinated because (laughs) this is not something that is openly talked about or openly done here. And he said three or four times. Did you ask him how much it costs? Like, what's the average? I did ask him. That'd be what I'd be curious about. Like, how much does this run you? I think it costs about 170 US dollars an hour. Okay. But there's cheaper, quickie options. Yeah. So I asked him, when was the last time you had sex? with a girlfriend uh, about 12 to 14 years ago. How old is he? Two years younger than us, I think. So mid-30s. Yeah. Oh, bless his heart. I know. I'm just like, oh, honey. And he doesn't want pity. Sure. <laughs> not trying to make him feel pitiful by any means. Because he said, he goes, I'm very happy with my life. And he goes, my sex life has never been better. <laughs> but now... The next step, he wants 
to pay me to choose someone for him to have sex with. Cool. And I like, fuck yeah, that's cool. Hell yes. (laughs) Can we put in a poll on our... (laughs) Yes, we can. Now keep this in mind, dear listeners. This man thinks that he does not deserve to have actual sex. I know. He does not think that he deserves to be inside a pussy in any way, shape, or form. Oh my gosh. Yes, you do. Yeah, agreed. But he does not. And he goes, well, this loser fetish did come from somewhere. And I asked him, I said, have you ever been to therapy? And he said, no. And he goes, is it a bad thing? And I said, no, it's not bad. I said, it's just a lot to unpack. And I'm sure a therapist would have a lot to say. Yeah. I mean, if you're happy... I'm not a sex therapist by any means. If he needs a sex therapist, I know one that I love and adore so much. But if he wanted to figure out the why behind why he likes what he likes or... I think it's like any other fetish. Once you're into it, you're into it. And I think that whatever has brought you to that point is already well ingrained and not something that... Is going to go away unless it was something. hmm. If he was trying to overcome it. Right. And unless it was something unhealthy or inappropriate or illegal. Yeah. But he seems perfectly happy with it. And it's just it's absolutely fascinating to hear about this in another country where it's legal. And he goes on to say that women will rent a room in brothels and will have advertisements on the door. So, you know, or you can set it up online. So I may be picking a sex worker for my friend. That's exciting. It is. It's cool. And kind of crazy because what next? Holy shit. I I didn't think it would escalate to here. So I am also curious Mm -hmm. what's what's next. He asked me if he was still allowed to fantasize about another woman that he talks to. (laughs) Because I basically put rules on him. I said, listen, don't be pervy. To women in real life. It's one thing if you were actually trying to date somebody, but don't be that guy, that creeper on the subway. Be a perv to someone you're trying to date in a, as long as they're into it too. Well, Enthusiastic consent. Exactly. And then he said, well, am I allowed to fantasize about you? And I said, yes, because I'm a willing participant in this. Right. I you're say, paying me. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Same with your other dumb lady friends. Mm-hmm. Or the sex workers. Exactly. Or... But the unsuspecting women who are just trying to get to work, let's no. let's be respectful. Don't be that guy. Ooh. Yeah. So look at me. I'm making the world a better place one creepy dude at a time. One sweet creepy dude at a he time. Is, <laughs> uh, he's very sweet. He's, bless his heart. They're not all sweet. Some that is true. fuckheads. That is very, very true. One down, seven billion to go. I'm providing a community service for the women, <laughs> for the women in his town. It's a humanitarian effort. <laughs> You're like the sexy Mother Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's Maybe? the tweet. I don't know. That's it. <laughs> I want to do something for humanity for a couple of hours. <laughs> right. It does not say RSVP on this Statue (laughs) Statue of of Liberty. Liberty. (laughs) Oh, my God. Fucking Cher Horowitz. fitting, but... I love it. Same umbrella. (laughs) While we've worked on our minds and bodies for a while, now it's time to do something good for mankind. (laughs) Read two non-school books a week. I hope not sporadically. (laughs) Thank you for listening this week to The Secret Life of Milfs. 
You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Secret Life MILFs. And if you'd like to be featured in a future episode, send us an email at thesecretlifeofmilfs at gmail.com. Or if you want to send us gifts, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) That can be arranged. It can. (laughs) But I don't want your pity gifts. (laughs) Don't worry. Your birthday's coming. It's coming. It won't be pity gifts. We made it through an episode without distressing sound effects. You're welcome, Erin. Tune in next Monday... Every Monday for Bell's 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 B